Future Pro Bowl MVP Justin Herbert has a big game this weekend. We'll see if he can convince any of his other Pro Bowl free agent friends to come to L.A. in free agency. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade. Joined as always my co-host, David Drogmeyer, and we've been covering the Chargers for over six seasons and going into our fifth season as the host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thanks for checking us out today, guys. As always, make sure to go subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and make sure to follow the show for free on all platforms wherever you get your podcast from. And we have a great show for you guys today because David had the idea of coming up with some Pro Bowl free agent options that the Chargers could potentially target in free agency after things are all said and done because the Chargers went out last year and signed themselves a Pro Bowl center in Corey Lindsley and made him the highest paid center in football when he signed that deal. So, hey, with the cap space the Chargers have, I know it goes quick, but maybe they will make another splash and bring in another Pro Bowl and free agency. I know the Tom Telesco haters out there are probably like, Tom Telesco won't do it. Never say never. There's a couple guys, too, you know, that have some situations where maybe they will be on the move and could make a lot of sense, including a couple of star edge rushers, maybe Chandler Jones, or maybe you just go out and pull in a J.C. Jackson and just say, hey, this is the dude we're going after. We're going to really try to improve our defense that way. But we did also want to talk about Justin Herbert playing in his first Pro Bowl game and getting the throw to the likes of Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs, right? Will he be the MVP over Patrick Mahomes and Mac Jones? I mean, he better beat Mac Jones. I'll be upset. If that doesn't happen, but yeah, I want to also see Derwin James in the skills competition on Thursday. As you guys are watching this today, it's going to happen tonight at 4 p.m. Pacific time. We'll see if Derwin James gets in on the dodgeball. I'll action. be watching for sure. Yeah, this one, even though the Pro Bowl, you know, was one of those things where the game doesn't matter. This year seems special for the Chargers, especially with Justin Herbert's first season. But this episode is brought to you by Get Upside. Just download the free Get Upside app and use the promo code Touchdown to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. All right, David, well, the Pro Bowl is this weekend on Sunday, and, I mean, this is a great day for the Chargers because they have Justin Herbert, their star quarterback, right, that's going to have his first start, not just making the Pro Bowl appearance, but starting in the Pro Bowl, something that even Phillip Rivers wasn't able to do in his illustrious career. And I think he has a great shot of winning MVP. I mean, he's the starter, so he's going to be going out there with the cream of the crop of the ASC. And as much as it can be a popularity contest, David, these dudes are good. I mean, there's pretty much not a bad player you're going to find at the Pro Bowl, no matter how you kind of figure out the way that they get there, right? Maybe Mac Jones is that guy. But as far as Justin Herbert goes, I think, you know, I'm hoping he brings home a Pro Bowl MVP, and I care about it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, in past years, we didn't really have a lot of Chargers representatives at the Pro Bowl, nor were they in prominent like positions like they sure. are this year. You have the Chargers starting quarterback as the starting quarterback of the AFC team in the Pro Bowl. You have his center snapping him the football. You got his left tackle protecting his blind side. And, man, that is super, super exciting. I mean, just another opportunity to see Justin Herbert go out there and sling it and throw it to some of the best athletes, some of the fastest wide receivers in the NFL um, to see what that's going to look like. But, yeah, I want to see Justin Herbert do well. I want to see Justin Herbert throw some lasers as some people in the dodgeball competition. I want to see the Chargers shine, right? 
<clears throat> I'm a Charger fan just like I'm a Chargers analyst. So we want these guys to go out there and show everyone else why they are the best athletes in the NFL. Yeah, and a couple guys won't be there. Joey Bose is not going to be there. Keenan Allen's not going to be there. Derwin James and Joey, you know, Justin Herbert will be there along with the two offensive linemen. It is good representation. Austin Eckler still forever snubbed from this. I don't know how he couldn't get in as an alternate. It makes no sense. With 20 touchdowns and over 1,500 all-purpose yards or yards from scrimmage in 2021. But alas, I mean, I think it would just be great if we just saw Justin Herbert, because I wish he was in the skills competition. We don't think he will be. Yeah, That's not the way the Chargers made it seem. But if they just want to drop every play, like Justin Herbert, drop back and just throw it as far as you can to Tyreek Hill, like I'm totally cool with it. I'd love to see that. Absolutely. I mean, the Chargers and all of us have been clamoring for the Chargers to get a wide receiver that's that electric in the open field who can really outrun anyone on the field. Yeah. That's what Tyreek Hill can do. That's why that dude is so dangerous. That's why you can't cover him one-on-one. That's why a lot of teams double-team that dude. But the, the one thing we know we're not going to see a lot of in the Pro Bowl is a lot of defense. So yeah. the offense should have a lot of fun, and there should be a lot of fireworks, and I am looking forward to seeing what those fireworks will be. Yeah, and I mean, it just, it'll be bittersweet if Patrick Mahomes, you know, takes the MVP away from Justin Herbert after everything he's already taken. You don't get him. this, Kermit. Yeah, you don't you get this. Save one for Justin Herbert. No, I mean, I think especially in this kind of setting where, I mean, the pass rush maybe isn't as fierce and Justin Herbert can just kind of go back there and wing it without any real expectations and without any real consequences for his actions. I mean, hopefully right. we just see him throwing it all over the field and just going for big chunk after big chunk with all those weapons they have out there. I mean, they have a lot of weapons from those Bills and Chiefs teams that combined for all the points they did in that crazy game, 36-33 in overtime. So, I mean, there's a lot of players out there that Justin Herbert could probably make a lot better and that can make him look a, a lot better. And I think that is why this game in particular is special to Chargers fans. You only get the first time once. And then you also have Derwin James out there where – you feel like he's the type of player who's going to want to do this every year. Like, oh, yeah. He seems like every year he makes the Pro Bowl, he's going to want to attend it. So I'm glad that he gets a little bit of a spotlight for the Chargers and the skills challenge that's happening today. Because it, we do think, you said, David, he's going to be in the thread, the needle competition. So he's going to be trying to stop the NFC quarterbacks from hitting the targets they're going to be trying to hit. And we hope, we hope, since we don't get Justin Herbert, we think playing dodgeball, and we saw how dominant he was doing that at Oregon. I mean, that just looked unfair. Justin Herbert <laughs> whipping a dodgeball with that cannon arm. I hope we see Derwin James in it. Oh, please, man. Derwin James is just that type of athlete that no matter what sport you're playing against, it doesn't matter if he's never played that sport before right. in his life. He's going to be better at it than you. Uh, so yeah. it, it doesn't matter what they're doing or what they're playing. He's just that type of alpha dog mentality. And you know he brings that competitive spirit to every single thing that he's doing. And, yeah, I just love it for DJ, especially after those – last two seasons that oh, yeah. have really just been evaporated or, or really just taken away from him. He had no opportunity to go out there and play the game that he loves. So you're damn right. He's going to go to this pro bowl and enjoy all the festivities and try to, uh, you know, do everything he can to just enjoy it and soak it all up because, Hey, you know, these last two years are really, really hard. So now it's time to enjoy the fruits of his labors, smell the roses a little bit and enjoy all of the things that the pro bowl is uh, bringing to the table. Yeah, I mean, it is, you know, vindication for him, right? Yeah. Coming back from what he had to go through to prove that he's still an elite player and should have been an all-pro player, in my opinion, to see him come back and do this. And you just know if you're watching the Skills Challenge today, 
he's going to put a smile on your face because he's just going to be out there grinning ear to ear. And he yes. just has such an infectious energy that like, I can't wait to see how he's interacting with the rest of those players. And maybe, I mean, maybe he's the bigger advocate. Maybe he's the dude that's going to be out there with the sales pitch. You know, yes. he's good with Jalen Ramsey. He's obviously not an option, but you know, he'll be chirping to other players too, telling them how nice LA is. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. That's the one thing I was about to bring to mind is a lot of these guys that are free agents here that are pro bowlers this year are on the defensive side of the ball. So who better a representative than the alpha dog, the leader himself, Derwin James to say, Hey, why don't you come over here and, uh, you know, join the chargers. We got a lot of money. We got a lot of cash space. We got that young stud quarterback over there. You know, you've seen him, you know, he's, he's pretty damn good. Why don't you come join the lightning bolts with, by the way, the best jerseys in all of professional <laughs> sports. Look good, feel good, play good. And talking about those jerseys, Derwin James is also getting a new Jersey number. It looks like he posted on social media and looks like he's going back to number three, which he wore in his time at Florida State. So that's exciting. I think it looks good. On safeties, certain positions look better than otherwise. I think when you're talking about yeah. loosened up rules for the jersey numbers and stuff, but I definitely feel for all the players that are, you know, the people out there, the fans that bought the jerseys, 33 jerseys. But it's going to look real clean, especially in that jersey. But hopefully Derwin James can be out there and be like, you know what? That state income tax in California, it's not that bad, right? I mean, you don't need to <laughs> don't need to worry about that. We have enough money. Let's join a super team in LA, right? But we'll get into a couple of edge defenders who would look really good on the opposite side of Joey Bosa. But will their cap hits be worth it? Is it worth going all in for these players? A couple of Pro Bowl edge rushers, and we'll get into that coming up right after this. But I do need to tell Charger fans about an incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about, and it's the Get Upside app. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas. Every time they fill up, all they have to do is download the free GetUpside app for from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store, and you guys can start saving money today. Almost everyone gets gas, guys. If you're going to the gas pump and you're paying full price, you're doing something wrong because if you download the free GetUpside app, you're going to be saving money every time you get gas, and you can also save 25 cents or more on your first fill up when you get the app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN, all caps, one word, 25 cents or more on that first fill up. You can take some money off of those giant disgusting numbers you see up on the gas board with the get up sign app because there's no downside to it right when you get the get up sign app you can get the money straight to your bank account you can get it in a, in a gift card to amazon other big brands you can get it through paypal there's no reason not to do it you're getting gas anyways and you can get 25 cents or more on your first fill up and use the promo code touchdown what are you waiting for guys get the get up sign app and start saving money on gas today all right, David. Well, you had the idea to come up with some Pro Bowl players that could potentially make sense for the Chargers that are headed in to free agency, unrestricted free agency in the case of all these guys. And obviously, you're talking about really good players that come with a really big ticket as far as what the contract is going to be to whoever they go to. And in certain scenarios, some guys could get franchise tagged, but there's yeah. at least a chance that all of these guys enter the market, right? And especially right. in Chandler there's Jones' a chance. case. Yeah, yeah. I mean... And then you look, and, and there's not a lot of guys, right? There wasn't a no. lot of free agents. that A lot less than I had anticipated when I proposed this show. <laughs> hey, I mean, I guess it makes sense that, you know, hey, Pro Bowl players usually have been extended and locked up for a little while. Right. And those teams right. aren't taking the chance of letting those guys hit unrestricted free agency. But, I mean, this guy in Chandler Jones is the guy that pops out the most, David, because you're only oh, a yeah. couple of seasons away from a 19-sack season for Chandler Jones where – He's, you know, the best pass rusher in the league, arguably. And he has been that 
over the last few seasons. Obviously, he has the great yeah. bloodlines. John Bones Jones is his brother from the UFC, maybe the best UFC fighter man, of all time. I need time. some of those genes. My goodness, man. Oh, yeah, I mean, those, those family fights, man, <laughs> growing Ooh. up, I mean, that must have been a a gnarly household you don't want to i was mad that i was the youngest of seven and i was the youngest of four boys getting my butt whooped on a regular basis i could not imagine what those brawls would look like with that gene pool oh my god yeah and the thing is is as far as looking at these free agents i mean you also have to look at you know what positions make sense for the chargers too and with Uchen and Wosu going into free agency unrestricted free agency unless they can get a deal done before he hits the open market they're looking really sparse at the edge wrestler position. It's basically just Joey Bosa and Chris Rumpf, who's yeah. a rookie last, you know, this season, heading into his second year with very minimal experience outside of the special teams and actually getting defensive snaps. And then there's a guy on the market like this, David, who even though will be expensive, you know, would obviously bring you proven production and a legitimate, legitimate force on the other side of Joey Bosa. A Hall of Fame force because that's what Chandler Jones would be even if he hung it up right this instant this guy has 107 sacks over the course of 10 (laughs) seasons seven of those seasons of 10 plus sacks even two of 17 plus sacks or more 17 sacks in 2017 19 sacks in 2019 this dude is the truth he has produced since he has entered the league, he has missed some time in, in the last couple of seasons. But when he is on the football field, he is incredibly productive. And, you know, who wouldn't want that type of force, that type of pedigree that he brings to the table opposite of Joy Bosa? How could you possibly double either one of those dudes? They're just going to give them so many more one-on-one opportunities. And, you know, when we look at these guys, another thing we got to keep in mind is, what does the cap situation look like with the team that they're currently with? Well, in this case, the Cardinals, they're in trouble. Okay, mm-hmm. they're in trouble this offseason. They only have $813,256 in cap space, according to Spotrack.com. Projected, yeah. yeah, projected, obviously. And we know, you know, there's some crazy cap gurus out there that can make some things happen and make some moves, but... This is a contract that is looking very, very unlikely to be retained by this organization. So he very well could be available, and man, he would look great with Joey Bosa on one side and Chandler Jones on the other. Yeah, and I mean, I went back and watched these guys, at least a little bit of their games from last season, besides what I saw during the season. And in the case of Chandler Jones, I mean, the dude still has juice. He's still one of the most dangerous pass rushers in the NFL. Even though he had a modest number of sacks, 10 and a half last season, he still affects the quarterback on almost every drop back. I mean, the dude's beating pretty much anyone he's lined up against. He's getting the production. He's getting the quarterback knockdowns right up there towards the top of the week. So he is yep. still productive in other ways. The one thing, his tackling was a little a little iffy, you know, last season, even the last couple of seasons. I did see, you know, a few missed tackles in there, but he'll put up with a lot for the type of sack numbers you're seeing. It just becomes... Is it going to be worth it? So Spotrack has his projected value at 14 mil a season, three years, 43 million, an average of 14.6. An aging pass rusher heading into his age 32 season. We've seen other guys, you know, like a Justin Houston, right? Come, you know, still be productive. We've seen edge rushers still have productive seasons after the age of 30. But how big of a, you know, contract are you going to give that guy as opposed to, you know, Chen and Wosu, who would come with a much more modest 
contract, right? But proven production is proven production. So it would be interesting yes. to see. And I mean, the Chargers did make a player the highest paid center in football last year and have had sure a propensity did. the last couple of seasons to target really and good veteran players. And they got even more players. money this offseason by a lot. They do. And I mean, Brian Bulaga, Limbaugh Joseph, I mean, all aging players who were still playing well for their age. Akeem Hicks is another guy that falls into that category this year. But Definitely. Hero Landry is going to be another very sought-after guy, especially after. He's on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, very young player, David. That is a you know all around solid edge rusher, yeah. right? And I don't know if they're going to let him get away. It, it seems unlikely, but it's projecting his value to be seventeen mil per season. That that's a tougher pill to swallow, I think. Even though yeah. you're paying for a young player, a young all around solid player, as opposed to one guy who has one really really good thing that he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's able to get after the quarterback pretty well. I mean, four and a half sacks, nine sacks, five and a half, and then 12 sacks this season when he's going into a contract year. So he definitely put his best foot forward out there, put his best body of work out there. Also pretty solid on the tackles, 44, 68, 69, and 75. And sure tackles. Yeah, and he provides some tackles for loss as well with five, 12, 10, and 14 tackles for loss. And the, the one thing that stuck out to me more than anything else is this guy in Four seasons has missed one game. One game. That is incredible. I mean, you don't see that. You know, obviously, you know, we were blessed with watching Phillip Rivers and his Iron Man streak and what, what he was able to do playing yeah. through, you know, numerous injuries. At a very protected undocumented. You know, position, too. Like right, yeah. Edge rushers aren't protected very much. That's no, they do a lot of the dirty work. Yeah, it's a very physical, very violent position, and this dude has been able to go out there and provide and stay healthy and be on the field game in and game out. So the Titans, they, their cap space is a little over $7.3 million, so they got a, so they got some not, room. It's not great. Not it's much. Not great. Yeah, not I mean, much. That's usually and, what you save for your you know, draft picks. Like, right. So, so they're I mean, going to have to make some moves if they're going to want to fit this contract, even with the franchise tag, because yeah. you franchise tag them, it's going to be what? 17, 18, 19 plus million dollars. Yeah, it's 18, uh, around 18 million. Yeah, 18 million dollars. So to get this guy on the books, I don't know. The Titans might have to let him walk. And if they do, this guy, no matter where he goes, he's going to get paid a lot of money because he is in the prime of his career. Yeah, and coming off his first double digit sack season, but has had consistent production. Yeah. Most coverage snaps since 2019, seventh and pressure since 2019, according to Pro Football Focus. And he had a really good last game against the Bengals and that poor offensive line. He took advantage. One and a half sacks, a tackle for loss, two quarterback hits when they were absolutely ravaging Joe Burrow, who still found a way to win that game crazily. But I think for me, this one is like, I like it as a young player, I think for the price difference, because I, I can't see Chen and Wosu making more than $10 million. You've heard a dude who's never had more than six sacks in a season. That's right. hard for me to believe, right? So, I think the value, especially with how good Uchenna looked towards the end of the season, when you talk about ending the season with a bang, he saved his best game for the last game of the season. So he can be a difference maker. And I think if the Chargers focus more of their resources on the interior, that will help out Bosa. That will help Uchenna get to those eye-popping numbers that you see from some of these other edge rushers while maybe getting a better value for it, you know, maybe at the $8 million range or something like that. Maybe I'm just wishful thinking, but... There are a couple of other defensive pieces in the secondary, which is another place the Chargers have to attack 
during this offseason and get much better with Chris Harris Jr. probably walking, getting subpar play from Michael Davis and having a really young corner who had a couple concussions his rookie season, right? So you need some help in the secondary. There's a couple pro boards that could make sense. Could the Chargers go in and go for a J.C. Jackson and show the money, right? I doubt it, but I mean, it's fun to think about because that dude would be electric in a yes. Chargers uniform. So we'll talk about that scenario and a safety potentially in the mix for the Chargers coming up right after this. But first thing I need to tell you guys is that the official betting sponsor of the Locked On Chargers podcast is BetOnline.net. There might be less football being played, but BetOnline.net has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season from scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, and UFC odds are the best coverage in the business from sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. The Super Bowl is coming up, guys. So if you want to find the website with all the best player props and odds and even the craziest things you can think of, go to BetOnline.net, get your money in now, and you'll even look at all of the different specials they have for you guys over there. There's a ton of good promotions going on, especially for the playoffs. Get in on the action. Don't miss out, guys, because BetOnline is where the game starts. I also need to tell you guys about my favorite auto parts store, and of course, I'm talking about rockauto.com. And the best thing about rockauto.com is you don't actually have to go to a chain store to get there, because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to find all the parts that you need at your local chain auto parts store. And why would you want to go there anyways? Because you can get the best price with rockauto.com. You don't have to wait while the guy behind the counter asks you questions you don't know the answer to, Right, just to give you a list of products that are only coming from the warehouses that he wants you to buy them from. Go to a family-owned business in rockauto.com and get all the parts that you need at the best price. And for me, I'm not a big car guy, right? But I've used it now four, four or five times, and every time, even I've been able to get in a few clicks to the part that I need. There was not a lot of challenging questions. They make it super simple for you. And especially when you're dealing with something with your car, you want that simplicity. You want to get it over with. You want to find the part that you need, and you want to know that you're getting a good price. So cut out the middleman. Go to rockauto.com and get all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? They know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car can ever need, rockauto.com. All right, David, we talked about a couple of edge defenders that could potentially you know, work for the Chargers, and these would probably be their big splash move, right? Sorry to tell you guys, but they're probably not going to bring on all four of these guys that we're going to talk about today. It's tough, you know, it's tough, but a lot of these guys are going to cost a lot of money. With as much salary cap space, knowing the guys the Chargers have to bring back, knowing the other money that they won't be able to spend wildly, and Tom Telesco's just general conservatism, right, and conservative nature, and not wanting to risk the future to bring in players. Now, it's not necessarily super likely, but we did see Brandon Staley having a big influence in the class that they brought in last year in free agency. And what I'm wondering right now, David, is does Brandon Staley want to bring in his version of a Jalen Ramsey, right? Because that's when we saw Brandon Staley at his best. He had an Aaron Donald. He had a Jalen Ramsey. Right now, he has a Derwin James. He has a Joey Bosa. But they could get that Jalen Ramsey type of player with J.C. Jackson. And these guys don't usually come on the market very often. A true Number one, shut down corner who has ball hawking skills, you know, that are out of control. The ball production that he has, the amount of turnovers. These are all places the Chargers need to improve. It's going to cost a pretty penny, David. I mean, the guy, you're probably not going to want to like the numbers you're going to hear from this. But there's an argument to be made. Hey, go bring this guy in because that gives Brandon Staley the ultimate chess piece where he can 
basically leave this dude in man-to-man coverage and build the rest of the defense on the other side around that and create the double teams and other matchups that he wants. J.C. Jackson is 26 years old, (laughs) has five, nine, and eight interceptions in his last three seasons. Yeah, 17 in the last two. That's ridiculous. Yeah, 17 interceptions in his last two seasons. Passer rating allowed of 47.8, but here's my favorite one right here. In his four years in the league, he has never allowed a reception percentage over 55%. Woof. That is ridiculous. This dude is the truest definition of a shutdown corner. Imagine what this guy could do in this defense, playing with Derwin James, with Joey Bosa, with Uchenna. I mean, this is the type of guy, yes, it's going to cost you money. And there's no question about mm-hmm. it. This guy is in the prime of his career. He's the probably the best corner on the market. He is going to get paid. But if the Chargers took a big swing and added this type of player, they haven't had this type of shutdown corner in a very long, long, long time. So it would add a player who's extremely dynamic, which I think would allow Brandon Saley to deploy the type of defense that he really, really wants to put out there. The type of of movie that's going to be winning all types of awards. Yeah, and I mean, in this scenario, too, I mean, you get J.C. Jackson. You also have Asante Samuel Jr. who can move into the slot, right? And Asante Samuel Jr. in the slot kind of leaves you a backup plan for Michael Davis if he's still struggling to kind of get up to speed in the you know the scheme of the Chargers' new defense. So I think there's a lot of reasons why it would make sense for the Chargers. It's also very unlikely just given their nature of bringing in free agents like that, and we don't see it often. But when you have 23 interceptions over your last two seasons and there's a chance to bring in a guy that by himself has 17 <laughs> to not consider it would be stupid and i mean the it thing would be the malpractice pa- yeah and when the patriots i mean this is kind of their thing get the crazy production out of a player and then, and then, then let him walk yeah. yeah i mean we just talked about chandler jones like literally the same exact thing happened he was one of the best pass rushers with them they didn't want to pay the big bucks they let him go to arizona so even yeah. though the cap you know the pats have some cap space yeah, sure, seven point you know, one million. It's not a lot. It's not a lot right. at all. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, and like we said, teams can restructure things. Obviously, he's a very, very important part of their defense. Sure. So, like, you know, maybe the most important part of their defense right now, it probably is. So, I mean, that's a guy that you're going to do whatever it takes to, you know, cut other guys, do whatever to try to keep him, you know. But there is a realistic chance he hits the open market, and if that happens, even with all the other needs you have, I think that just brings something to your defense. They'd be hard to find anywhere else in free agency, just the impact that one dude would have. And then you could, you know, try to improve the rest of your front and other defensive spots as well with more value-based contracts. And that's harder, you know, easier said than done. But JC Jackson, I mean, definitely a lot of fun to think about what Brandon Staley could do with him and just getting yes. Brandon Staley some more impact players on defense. And another guy that might necessarily fit in with the Chargers needs, but definitely would bring some playmaking ability is Quandre Diggs. Yeah. He's been one of my favorite players over the last couple of years. A guy I've kept an eye on. And a guy, just a fun style of play. And also, you know, brings that ball hawking ability. Chargers need to create some more takeaways in the secondary. Create more opportunities for Justin Herbert. This is a dude that could definitely help that. Even though you have two starting safeties already. 
Yeah, I mean, he probably doesn't exactly fit with the Chargers, just the way the roster is currently constructed. But 13 interceptions in the last three years, he's 29 years old. So, yeah, he's you know getting closer to that magic number of 30, right? But he's a guy that's still been very productive. I mean, 90 tackles, 73 tackles, 40 tackles the last three seasons. Also, you know, 10 games and then 16 and 17 games played. So these guys have been pretty, pretty durable and he's been productive. He's been a solid player for the Seahawks. Although the Seahawks are in a much healthier cap space situation where they have $36.5 million in cap space, according to Spotrack. So uh, if they want to keep them, bottom line is, is they're going to be able to get a, a deal done. And, and like I said in the beginning, he doesn't necessarily fit with what the Chargers are doing and, and how their roster is constructed. But I th- feel like you should always look to make room for bl- for players that are going to improve your team and make your team better. And, Quandre Diggs could possibly do that. Yeah, and well, I, mean, I don't know if I ever said the cap number for J.C. Jackson, but that's around twenty-one million. That's what the top corners are making. You're paying yeah. for the alpha, the elite, top three corner in the league, undoubtedly, right? Quandre Diggs is going to cost a pretty penny as well. It's, I mean, at least it's projected to be three years around thirteen million average, right, per season. And you already have two starting safeties, but I think the argument here is, hey. You bring this guy in, now you can do whatever you want with Derwin James. Not only do you have more depth, I mean, obviously with Nazir Adderley, he doesn't have the proven production. So you can make the argument that, hey, just upgrading that position is necessary. And we know how much, I mean, even Alohi Gilman at the beginning of the season was getting on the field. So they'll use the defensive backs. But now your slot corner issue doesn't look like as big of a deal because you can use Derwin James there, right? Your dime linebacker position doesn't seem like as big of a deal because you can put Derwin James there. So like, there's a lot more ways that you could use Derwin if you had a guy like Quandre Diggs on the back end, really patrolling back there to create some more, you know, takeaways, five interceptions each of the last two seasons, 13 over the last three, proven yeah. playmaking ability to go along with a guy in his year Adderley where he hasn't necessarily hit that spot yet, right? Yeah. And that's the thing, David. I like what Nazir Adder was able to do. I think he was much improved last season. Yeah, but he was. Certain, yeah, but at a certain point, though, you want some more production there. And yeah. even in this scenario, like all three of those dudes could be on the field at the same time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Nazir Adderley, I think he's gotten much better. I, I thought that the physicality really showed itself this year. I felt like as the season went on, he got more and more comfortable in this defense. And I think that's another thing that you know we got to remember is that these guys are going to go into year two of, of this defense, and they're going to have more guys from this offseason and from the draft that are going to fit in and be the type of guys that – Brandon Staley is looking for to operate this defense. So I just think that, you know, them being in this system another year and then having more players that are fit for the system is going to make this a much better looking product. But Quandra Diggs would absolutely help this team. I mean, the Chargers need to get more interceptions. They need to get more turnovers. That's one thing they haven't done enough of. And bringing in ball hawks is always a great way to do that. Yeah, and it's another one where, like, I think the Chargers could elect to attack this position. Hopefully they see it as a position of need because they didn't last year and we knew it was going to be a problem. Yeah. We knew they didn't have the depth there that they needed. Hopefully that, you know, opens some eyes just not having that depth and having to play Trey Marshall as much as you did and having Mark Webb out, having Alohi Gilman out, I think showed, you know, a lot of those issues. They'll probably go with a lower-priced guy, a lower tier of safety help. But they need safety help, I think, because I think it does bring some more flexibility and hopefully some more playmaking ability on the back end. So it's going to be a lot of fun this season with the Pro Bowl to watch this and see some of those potential future charges. But most importantly, to see Rashawn Slater in his first Pro Bowl, Justin Herbert starting his first Pro Bowl 
Derwin James running around throwing dodgeballs at people. I'm more excited about it this year than I normally am. But that is going to do it for today's show. We do want to do a fan mail Friday, though, with you guys tomorrow. So if you guys want to get your questions in, we will put out a post on Twitter at LockdownLAC where you guys can put in those questions. Or as always, you can call into the Lockdown Chargers voicemail line at 323-524-7924. And we try to get every Chargers voicemail played on the show. But we love getting you guys involved in the show. And we definitely want to have that fan perspective and having you guys guide some of the content, especially during the offseason. So make sure you get us there and make sure you don't miss it by subscribing to the new Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and following the show for free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast from. And if you want to support the show, make sure to rate and review if you like it as well. Subscribe, resubscribe, follow, unfollow, follow back again. All that stuff helps, and we appreciate your guys' continued support. But you can also find me on Twitter at DanTalkSports and David Drogmeyer on Twitter at DrotalkSD. But we've really enjoyed doing this off-season program with you guys, and we'll still be here giving you daily content, the only Chargers daily content. But we'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Until then, take it easy and go Bolts.